audio newspaper full of very unserious, partially real stories that the world needs to hear. More listening and less reading than a newspaper, but equally as sexy. This is Paper News Out Loud. Hello and good evening. I'm your host, Diane Weathersby. Hello and good morning. I'm your co-host, Florence Strumsby. Thank you for listening to Paper News Out Loud. So I've been guesting on this show a couple times called Almost Better Than Silence, and they have a network called the Almost Better Network, and they asked us, Paper News Out Loud, to join their network. Um, So we are going to do that. We will talk more about the transition at the end of the episode. Get out those sweatpants bodysuits. This week's episode of Paper News Out Loud is dedicated to fitness. We're bringing you all the best fitness news that could ever travel across the airwaves and a heart-pounding workout to add to any exercise regimen. It's that time of the year to check in with your New Year's resolutions and get them back on track. One of my goals was to do fitness. I would say my status on that has been poor, as is the status of any other resolution I have made ever. But that's okay. It's never too late to get back into the swing of things. Except in the case of death. You cannot complete your resolutions beyond the grave. Let this be motivation, folks. Let existential dread be your biggest motivator. Do all the things before you perish. I'm going to amend my previous statement. It's almost never too late to get back into the swing of things. Speaking of swings, tires! This episode is brought to you by Goodyear Tires. The tires designed to safely run over any joggers without damaging the jogger, your car, or your past, present, and future due to... Vehicular manslaughter. More driven. Warning! Goodyear tires for any vehicle will damage a pedestrian. Do not hit pedestrians, please. For the love of God. I feel like this is a good time to say several things. This is intended to be a comedy podcast, whether or not it's working for you and you find it funny. If you're trying to get actual information on fitness or nutrition from us, stop right now. Just don't. Just don't do that. Consult your doctor or health professional. I took one fitness class in college and for a month wanted to be a nutritionist, but that doesn't qualify me to give you any actual advice. I also wanted to be a funeral director and a storm chaser, so there's a lot of avenues I didn't go down. (laughs) Also, we don't want to imply that anyone needs to lose weight. Um, Weight is not an indicator of overall health. There are many health benefits to living an active lifestyle that are unrelated to weight that we would rather talk about. I personally hate exercising and eating healthy, and that's where the inspiration and rage comes from in this episode. Exercise is when your body does motion. Motion is good for your body because it reminds your body that it is flesh and not stone. All statues in the world are actually from flesh bodies forgetting that they're flesh and turning into stone. It's actually very tragic and definitely not worth joking about, that's for sure. So why exercise? As we all know, it super sucks and is not fun. Well, thanks to science, we have the answer to that question. Thanks, science. Number one, exercise can help prevent diseases. Our bodies have not yet adapted to living a completely sedentary lifestyle. That's where plants have us beat. Our bodies need movement in order to keep our hearts healthy and reduce the risk of cancer, high blood pressure, and diabetes. In fact, in a recent study, 100% of people who exercise have not yet turned into zombies. Results like that are really promising. Two, exercise can improve your stamina while strengthening and toning your body. 
What's the major difference between you and DC Comics character Wonder Woman, Diane? Actually, nothing. I am Wonder Woman. That's right. She's an Amazonian woman who kicks ass and takes names. Okay, but isn't Wonder Woman's real name actually Diane? Okay, so you have similar names, but that's where that's where I got you beat, Florence. <laughs> My name is not derived from any superhero yet. There will be a superhero derived from you. You know it. But anyway, besides the whole name thing and her kicking ass and taking names, she's also more famous than you and probably better than you in every way. <laughs> but aside from that, she also exercises frequently, which is why she has enough stamina to save the world time and time again and has the muscles to do so. Just imagine if you started exercising more. Imagine how many worlds you could save. Probably still not. <laughs> Number three, exercise can help control weight. When you exercise, the tiny, immortal, and magical beings that live in your muscle cells get shook awake. Once they're rattled awake, those little friends can get to work at what they do best, burning calories. Literally, they all get blowtorches and hunt down those poor, innocent calories and burn them to a crisp. It's incredibly ruthless, and it's one of the most unfortunate side effects of exercising besides the actual exercising. And not being able to walk up the stairs after an exercise. I live on the second floor. <laughs> and just living with the existential dread of going to the gym. Mm -hmm. Four, it improves your quality of life. If you decide that exercising is worth the trouble, there are some benefits that can be reaped. For example, your life could potentially improve in several ways. One, you may possibly win the lottery. Whether it be scratch-off lottery tickets or the Powerball, that's up to fate. But either way, your chances of winning the lottery increase from essentially impossible to only kind of impossible. Two, improved sleep is one of the many perks of exercising more. You will close your eyes and sink into a deep, peaceful slumber. Then, while you are sleeping, you will awake in a different dimension, where the entire world is a single coffee shop. You will load up on espresso, and then, when you wake in the Earth dimension, you will feel so energized that it will be the best night of sleep in your entire life. Another real perk is that if you exercise outside, you will see more dogs. In a recent study that I conducted on myself, I found that I'm 110% happier if I see a dog, even if I am exercising. Also, to all you dog owners out there, you can create that kind of happiness by exercising your dogs. It's an awesome circle of happiness. Also, to all you cat owners out there, it's time to step up and take your cats to the sidewalks of your neighborhood. My happiness would increase 300% if I saw a friendly human walking a friendly cat. Lastly, you have an excuse to buy as much workout clothes as you want, and a good reason to do so. Fitness apparel are the pajamas of the outside world. Work out and reap the benefits of those comfy garbs. Now I know what you're thinking. Those are some pretty darn good benefits just from working out. But how many times do I need to work out to win the lottery? Good question. <laughs> I would go to the gym more if they handed off scratch. They handed out scratch off lottery tickets. Like every time you went in, but you had to. They like dangled it when you're running on the treadmill. Like mm, you get to scratch this when you're done, bitch. <laughs> It'd be a really good reward system. Okay, consistency is key. A lot of people start going to the gym, stop going to the gym for an extended period of time, and then start back up again. This is a dangerous game to play. Literally me. I know, right? And then I start working out again, and I'm like, God, why am I so sore? I'm like, I literally am always going backwards. A common problem um, when you do this whole stop-start dance is eventually that the gym will reject you. You will go to the location of the gym and it won't be there. The doors won't open or all the treadmills will scuttle away from you, always out of your reach. It's important to have a consistent pattern and to stick to it. 
Would this be a good time to go on my rant about how getting canceling your gym membership is harder than getting a divorce? <laughs> you just feel like betrayal. I am literally Shame. leaving the state. And they don't want, like, I had to send them proof that I was leaving the state. Like, I had to forward my HR documents to give them proof that I was leaving. And they require a 30-day notification, so I still have to pay for next month. And then, like, they were going to charge me a cancellation fee, even though she told me there wouldn't be one. I'm like, can, so can you just release me, please? Like, what more do you want? Why am I tied down like this? Well, yeah, I'm like, do you, what, what else do you need? Like, I have paid you when I have not gone to the gym. That's pretty exactly. much like a cancellation. Like, I already stopped going three months ago. <laughs> anyway. But there are two main types of exercise you should consistently do. One, cardio. Shoot to do cardio three days a week. That is literally less than 50% of the week. Some great examples include walking, biking, um, running against greyhounds, bobbing for apples, or competing in seesaw championships. You can also do weight training. You shouldn't lift weights to exercise the same muscle groups more than three times a week. As long as you're mixing up muscle groups, you could weight train every damn day. To get an optimal muscle workout, try chucking large rocks into the ocean, carrying the sorrows of humanity on your back while doing lunges, or overturning cars that have trapped citizens beneath them. So get out there and exercise. When it's not horrific or painful, it can actually be fun and make you feel good and happier relieve stress. Exercise is brought to you by Lake Superior. The greatest of our Great Lakes wants you to be the best you can be. Lake Superior, exercise so you don't drown in me. Okay, so we have exercise down. But to be a fully functional flesh sack, you must give your body all the nutrients it needs in order to survive. For example, vitamins and other nutrients can be transported into our bodies through food, supplements, or even the power of the almighty sun that sits in the center of our entire solar system. I'm looking at you, vitamin D. Mm, yes, the D. Some common examples <laughs> include vitamin C, iron, magnesium, omega-3 fatty acids, and antioxidants. But there are several key vitamins and minerals and nutrients that the government and the reptilian leaders that run the government hide from us because using these nutrients will make us too strong and less easy to control. Here is a comprehensive list of those super powerful nutrients that your body needs to finally transcend into higher levels of consciousness. We'll tell you what these nutrients are, where you can find them, and what effects they'll have on our mere mortal bodies. First and foremost, vitamin W stands for Wethersby. <laughs> this particular vitamin is most commonly found deep in our oceans. Not in tasty fish snacks like other important nutrients, iron and omega-3, but in the terrifying unearthly bobbit worm. These little worm friends live at the very bottom of the ocean floors. For those of you who don't encounter bobbit worms on a day-to-day -day basis, they are little nightmares that burrow into the sand and snatch prey out of the water above. So these guys are key to accessing vitamin W. We don't get the vitamin from eating the bobbit worms. They are far too strong for that and would surely kill us in any attempts we made to eat them. Instead, you must approach the bobbit worm and answer whatever riddle or physical task it puts you up to. Then the wormy will let you into an underground chamber where there is breathable air and essentially an entire other planet housed within our own Earth. There you can find vitamin W, which is sold at any local within Planet Pharmacy. Take one serving with each meal. Regular consumption of this vitamin could cause you to sprout gills behind your ears. These gills are not for breathing in water. Rather, they are for breathing in lava, 
Your flesh body is not resistant to lava, but thanks to vitamin W, your lungs will be. Another hidden from you by the government nutrient is mushrooms. Mushrooms are cows that grow mushrooms, commonly found in the mushroom island biomes of Minecraft. The red mushrooms harvested off these cows are better for you than regular mushrooms you find in your own backyard. When consumed, mushroom mushrooms help oxidize your blood and increase the amount of oxygen that goes to your brain. When your brain gets more oxygen, you can think faster. You can do puzzles more quickly, defeat the ender dragon faster, and even understand the stock market, clearly why the government is hiding these superfoods from you in a video game. To get your physical hands on these to eat them with your own face instead of with your Minecraft avatar's face, you will need to smash your console or PC with a diamond hammer. It's very important that it's diamond. Harvest the mushroom seeds from within the hardware, plant them on a cow, and wait three to five days for them to grow. You can eat them straight off the cow as soon as they are big enough, though I recommend putting them on a salad. Bury the diamond hammer in your local park and your console or PC will regenerate within 24 hours. Next is tagamese. This is a mineral that humans cannot produce naturally or get by consuming food. The only way to get this nutrient into your body is to lay prone on top of the hood of a 1959 Cadillac in the hot Arizona sun for 30 minutes. By laying on the boiling hot hood of the car, you are, in turn, slowly transforming into a liquid. In this liquid state, you can absorb the tagamese that flows through the Arizona desert more easily. It's important to stay hydrated while getting that tagamese. But once your body is packed full of this awesome nutrient, you'll finally be able to digest inedible objects. That picture frame? Digested. A bowl full of dirt? Digested. The bowl that is now emptied of dirt? Digested. While you won't be able to pull any nutrients from the items, you'll be able to break them down in your gut, which is pretty cool. That could really solve our plastic problem. <laughs> just everyone <laughs> just mows down on plastic. You don't have to recycle anymore. You have become the recycler. Anyway. Have you ever seen a horse? Have you noticed how strong and muscly they are? Have you ever had dreams of being a horse? Have you ever felt a burning jealousy for the horse? What is their secret? Salt blocks! The horses have it all figured out. Install a salt block, or several, in your home and lick it periodically and vigorously throughout the day. It's like a room temperature salty treat. Benefits from salt block licking is that you would look just so cool. When you look that cool, it's hard not to be confident, and I've heard that confidence is key. Someday, you'll encounter a locked door and no one will be able to open it, but you'll have the confidence key. What's behind the door? A horse! Wow, so intimidating, you think to yourself sarcastically, because you are just as good, nay, better than the horse. You vanquish the horse that just so happened to be eating all your neighbor's flowers and restore order to the world. Yay, salt blocks! So now we know why exercise is important and our bodies are fueled by all these important nutrients. Let's grind! Alright folks, longtime listeners will know that it's that time in the podcast when we all do an exercise together. This segment is sponsored by Swedish Fish. Just one of our delicious, all-natural little fishies will replace your soul with a demon full of energy straight from hell. Exercise like you've never exercised before. Destroy humanity like you've never destroyed it before. Swedish Fish, for the demon within. Let's get started by jogging in place for one minute. While jogging, it's good to have a mantra that you can repeat to yourself as part of this warm-up. My personal favorite is chanting the entirety of Tolstoy's War and Peace for the duration of the warm-up. 
The heart-wrenching story and drawn-out plot warms up those tired and stiff muscles. Time to lift. Lift your souls. Lift from the core in your legs, not your back. Lift your soul as high as you can and as close to the sun as possible. Let the sun blast your soul full of warmth and eliminate the darkness that has settled there. Make sure to turn your soul to ensure even cooking. When you feel your journey is complete, bring your soul back to heart center and do a sun salutation for thematic reasons. Next, we're going to get out the dumbbells. Start with a lightweight, anywhere from five to 800 pounds. Then stand, feet shoulder width apart, dumbbells in hand, and start chucking those mofos at the nearest rubber wall. They'll bounce off with surprising force, and then you'll have to dodge the rebounding weights. This exercise is excellent cardio, but also works the glutes, because your cheeks are squeezing in the fear diarrhea. This will tone and give the bum and upper thighs a nice clenched shape. Time to raise the stakes. There's nothing like fighting for your life and getting a powerful surge of adrenaline to blast you into the fat-burning zone. Topple your refrigerator on top of yourself. This will engage your legs, arms, and core. Fight to right the fridge before you completely lose feeling in one of your most prized body parts or die from internal bleeding. Once you have freed yourself from the refrigerator, grab some water. It will be important to replenish the fluids you lost through your open wounds or panic sweating. Get out the jump rope or going back to cardio. If you don't have a jump rope on hand, grab the nearest long, rope-like object. So extension cords, rolled out pizza dough, or strips of bed sheets work great. Then take the rope and twirl it over your head in a helicopter motion. Twirl it so fast that you take flight and fly at least two minutes due north to optimize the workout. Remember to engage your core. Otherwise, the strength of the helicopter jump rope will literally tear you in half. Swimming is a great exercise to incorporate into your routine because of the low impact to your joints. If you don't have an indoor pool or pond readily available, you can flood your bathtub. Before jumping in, Put on every t-shirt you own and your snow pants. Get a running start and leap into the water. Allow the weight of your waterlogged clothes to pull you under. Don't forget to breathe. Perform the entire choreography of the musical Mamma Mia until you pass out. When your spotter pulls you out to revive you, begin thrashing to get your heart rate back up. When coughing up water, make sure to engage your core. End the exercise in child's pose. Finally, let's cool down. Time to enter my favorite yoga pose, corpse pose. Drag out the coffin that you keep in the basement. Crawl into the coffin and lay there while clenching and unclenching every muscle in your body simultaneously for several minutes. Then lay unmoving in the coffin for several years. Resting after workouts is super important. Excellent work. You are well on your way to be a real contender in the war against zombies. Keep up the good work and the undead will not snake your soul or reanimate your corpse. While I was perusing the internet for the latest fitness tips and exercise tricks, I found an intriguing article. We all know that you should exercise your mind, body, and soul, but there is an ironically overlooked part of us that also needs to be exercised. Our eyes. Yes, that's right, those squishy orbs that sit in your skull holes. If you want everyone to know you are serious about fitness, you will make sure your eyes can deadlift. As always, because we love you, we reached out to WikiHow to help us help you. As always, with any body part you are exercising, you're going to want to give your eyes a pep talk. This might be a new experience for them, and you don't want to scare them. Let them know what is happening, and even though it might be uncomfortable, it is good for them. Talk to your optometrist about eye exercises. 
Optometrists have a group chat where they share the latest developments in the eye building world. They will show you exercises and how to have the best form when doing them. You don't want to sustain any long-lasting eye injuries. To start out your exercise, you're going to want to palm your eyes. This one sounds horrific, but trust me, it's not that bad. You're just scooping them out, briefly, to give them a rest. If you're squeamish about removing your own eyes, you can simply place your hands over the top of them while they are still in the sockets. Block out any light from reaching your eyes. Eyes were born in the dark, and therefore, enjoy any moment they can return to it. This helps center them for the exercising. Massage your eyes, or rather, the face around them. You don't want to make direct contact with your eyes at this point. Just as you should stretch your leg muscles before running, you should massage your face before seeing. This helps blood flow and keeps your eyes calm. You can use a warm washcloth to help with the massage, or if that is unavailable to you, a soft kitten. Let the kitten walk around on your face with its little toe beans. Now you are ready for the exercise. Think about what your eyes can do right now. They can take in light and implant pictures into your brain. Maybe you need corrective lenses or contacts. That's fine, you can still participate in this exercise. I just want you to have realistic expectations for the gains you will experience in your eyes. One of our first exercises is for strengthening your eyes near and far focusing. You can do this while watching TV. How nifty. I want all my workouts to be like that. Like those treadmills that have the TV built into them? Yeah, that's like my dream. <laughs> mm -hmm. Move the TV closer to your face, about 10 inches away, and hold for 10 to 15 seconds. Then move away from the TV and hold again. Do four sets of 12 for maximum results or for the duration of one episode of Parks and Rec. But can you only watch just one? <laughs> you cannot. Practice zooming with your eyes. Like a camera, your eyes have a feature that allows you to zoom in or out. To activate this feature, tap on the back of your skull with a copy of Hamlet three to five times. You will hear a click and then you know the zoom was activated. You'll never have to buy binoculars again. Go to your window and look up into a tree. Find a bird. It's so small and far away. Concentrate on the bird. It appears closer and you see the detail. You notice that it is a robin. Happy spring and happy zooming. Make figure eights with your eyes. This exercise symbolizes your connection with the infinity of the universe. This also helps you feel if your eyes are sticking at any point. If they are, fix this by squirting oranges into your open eyes. Continue with the figure eight movements. The orange juice activates your retinas and sends your eyes into a frenzy which gets all the gears moving again. You want to make sure your eyes have a full range of motion. Do directional eye exercises. Break out those compasses, folks. We're taking our eyes all directions. It's easiest if you grab two compasses, one for each eye. Gently slide the compasses beneath your eyelids and the magnetic force pulling the arrow of the compass north will do the rest. This magnetic force will massage the inner eyeballs and eyelids and increase eye mobility. It's like yoga for the eyeballs. End your exercise with palming once more. Either remove your eyes or cover them with your hands. Allow them to rest after an intense workout. They've sure earned it. Hey Florence, can you spot me? Choo choo! Like we talked about throughout this episode, sometimes it's hard to get up and exercise, but there are a lot of healthy and celestial benefits. You'll increase your cardiovascular health and also increase your celestial health, meaning that the stars aligned with your spirit will burn brighter and stronger. But how do you get up off the couch and get moving? What motivates you to exercise, get your blood pumping, and or your muscles stretching? 
All my gods are actually stars. And you know what they say, stars make the best personal trainers. Why do they make the best personal trainers? Yes, because your life force is entwined with theirs. My god stars require that I exercise for five to six hours a day to make sure that I am generating the most quality life source for them to consume. Like a person dangling a carrot in front of a horse, they hold the reward of eternal salvation just outside of my reach to get me to run. Personally, much like any other big challenge in my life, I look to nature for inspiration. I only do my workouts in the territory of some very fierce and territorial hyenas. With these laughing mammals chasing me, my runs have never been faster, and the amount of calories that I burn from crippling fear and stress alone would have allowed me to eat numerous cheesecakes in one day. I managed to cut my mile run down to seven minutes, with about five of those minutes filled with senseless screaming and waving my arms frantically. Whatever it takes, get out there and get moving. Get Brought to you by the in. NFL. <laughs> <laughs> get out and play. Play 60 NFL. Hi, this is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it was seamless. Play 60 <laughs> hours a week. 60 hours a week. It's not, you think it's 60 minutes, but it's actually 60 hours a week they want you to play. Dedication. I opened my barrel of protein powder, because I'm so tough like that, and found that it had become sentient and transformed into a small, very buff pile of protein powder. We chest bumped and it went off to grind at the gym. That's a telltale sign that the podcast is coming to an end. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to what we had to say. If you like what you heard, subscribe to Paper News Out Loud for more great episodes. If you like what you heard a lot, leave us a review on iTunes saying what you liked. Please include your favorite workout routine. Ours almost killed us, and we don't think we want to try it again. If you're in love with what you heard, listen to this while you are running outside and laugh loudly at intervals. Tell everyone what you are listening to, even if they don't ask. Okay, back to the network discussion. I know this is what you actually were all waiting for, and you're like, why is there like 45 minutes of garbage between the announcement and the discussion? <laughs> exactly. So we're finally, we finally arrived to this point. Um... Yeah, we were asked to join. The network is called the Almost Better Network, and we are joining six other shows on the network. Um, so you can find all those shows at almostbetter.net. No, they're not making us change the name of our podcast to Almost Better News. I just wanted to spell any rumors about that. I know that was pretty big in People Magazine this week, so yeah. don't worry about it. I saw it in the tabloids at Woodman's when I was grocery shopping. I'm like, oh shit, they're spreading lies. <laughs> But almost better than news would be a really great name for a show. Yeah. Anyway, yes. So it's almostbetter.net, and you can find podcasts like Almost Better Than Silence, Almost Better Than Dragons, Dumbbells and Dragons, Erie Canal Theater, One Track Gamers, and Press Continue Podcasts. Mm -hmm. So a lot of cool things out there. Um, so what's changing for us is we're going to be hosting with Pinecast. Other than that, we'll still be delivering the same great content you've mm -hmm. come to love. Yeah, like if for whatever reason you went to our Podbean website to listen to the um, podcast instead of going through like iTunes or Spotify. Which why? <laughs> which why do you live like this? Um, that would be really the only big thing that I could think was changing. Yeah. Does it be on a different website instead of the Podbean website? But I our mean, links will look different. Right. We'll still be mm -hmm. on our regular WordPress blog. Mm -hmm. Again, if you go to that instead of going yeah. to iTunes and Spotify. I mean, we'll still be on Twitter, same Twitter. Mm -hmm. It might just add that we're on a network. Yeah. So don't worry, this transition is going to be super smooth and easy for you. And you can still listen to us once a week, every Tuesday. Yes. 
That's important. Also, I was on an episode of Almost Better Than Silence that's coming out on Monday, which for you, that would mean that it came out yesterday. So definitely go check that out. We played some games and it was a lot of fun. Also, I am moving to another state, <laughs> which I mentioned just because if um, things a little, if things get a little we get out of hand yeah. and we get behind, we might miss a week. We're really trying to plan so that doesn't happen, but just so you are aware of that. Anyway, I think that's all of yeah. the dribbling I'm going to do. that's the important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're really, we're super excited mm -hmm. to join the network. We think oh, yeah. it'll be a lot of fun. And then we'll try to get on other shows and things like that. So please rate and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like us, please tell someone. Thank you so much for listening. I want to thank the Lambs for their silence. I also want to thank Jake Harrison for allowing us to use his track Title 5 off of his album Found on SoundCloud. Thanks, Jake. You can find his music through the link or by searching at this. Uh, we also received news that he's now on Spotify, which is super cool. So you can check him out there, too. And listeners, as always, we are looking to showcase community art in our segment, Creatively Named Community Art. You can submit short poems, um, pictures, artistic close-ups of your cat, whatever you want, through email at alternaterealityproductions at gmail.com. Or you can email us just to say hi or let us know what you like about the show, if anything. Tweet us at realityoutloud. Use the hashtag thinkweirderthoughts. Then actually begin to think weirder thoughts. Share with your friends. We hope you learned a thing and made a laugh. Time to make coffee. Uh, time more coffee. to make coffee. Uh, more coffee. More coffee. More coffee. This is the end of the